show is broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about the show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. It's the Undercom. Bringing you the best in hand combat coverage with feature interviews, major events, and the hottest ring girls from around the nation. The Undercard is part of the Podcast Detroit Network. And now, here they are, always in your corner, Brad, Marv, and Jimmy. Welcome to the Undercard. Hey, we're on Wednesdays now. Just temporarily. For a little bit. Yeah. Wednesday night. Wednesday's the new Tuesday. Yeah. All right. Anyways. So, uh, June 16th, Detroit Brawl happening at Masonic Temple. We have two of the ring girls that are actually going to be working the event here with us tonight. They're brand spanking new, by the way. Yeah. So the the fight that has the intrigue of everybody is Alexi Zuboff uh, fighting Demetrius Banks. Demetrius Banks coming off his heavyweight victory at Motor City Casino over Craig Lewis. We're going to be calling D-Banks right now. Uh, he is fighting cruiserweight this time against a natural cruiserweight in Zuboff. A lot of experience, so we're going to talk to him. <laughs> or we'll get his voicemail. Maybe. Hello? Hey, D. Banks, this is Brad. You're live on the undercard. How are you? Hey, what's up, Brad? All right. We are joined by Demetrius Banks. He is fighting June 16th, the Detroit Brawl, Salida Promotions. Masonic Temple tickets are still available at Ticketmaster.com or through Fighters. Uh, you're going against Alexi Zuboff this uh, time, but let's let's go back. Uh, we have not had you here since you beat Craig Lewis, uh, moving up to heavyweight, uh, taking on... Uh, the A side in Craig Lewis at the time, you, you were coming in as, you know, the underdog just because you weren't the promoter's, uh, person. Tell us about that fight. I had you win in it. That's the right decision. I thought, I thought the judges got it right. And now it's opened some doors for you. Talk a little bit about that fight. Uh, well, I'm kind of, I'm kind of so, like, mentally, I'm so, so far past that fight like i'm so focused for for this fight i'm i'm having it like a little over two weeks but trying to think back oh uh, yeah that that fight was a, a good opportunity you know it, it was presented to me and i'm thinking like you know this guy is like six inches taller than me 50 pounds bigger than me you know i'm coming in on the b side but you know it was a, a, a great opportunity like you say to uh open up doors for me and um here we are again you know i went i handled that you know i took care of that i mean I wanted to go for the knockout, as you can see, but I uh, I had a little little ailments where my my uh my hip kind of tightened up on me. But you know, I've been taking a little bit of yoga and stuff to uh you know stretch and release my hips and everything. Cause you know before that fight, I was out for a bit. For uh, I was working, you know, I was off, you know, wasn't getting any fights, so I was working seven days, twelve hours. So I guess I had a little rust, but you know. It won't be the case. This this go around. I'm 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 very elated and and excited about that. You know, opportunity at hand, and I'm I'm just I'm going in to capitalize. And this, you know, as you know, this this fight will get me uh ranked in like top ten, fifteen in the world. You know, it's a ten round fight on a uh, Detroit brawl, and man, it's it's just a big fight. You know, co-main and been with uh two time Olympic gold medalist Clarissa Shields. 
Yeah. Now, what I like about the fight, and you know this because you're around the gyms, everybody says they'll fight at anybody at any given time, but not everybody in the gyms really believe that. But here you're taking yeah. two tough fights because Zuboff is no slouch. Um, once again, you're playing the B side because Salida's, uh, represents Zuboff. Uh, but cruiserweight, you feel more comfortable there. So this is a great yeah. opportunity and this is where you're going to be fighting at. Exactly. Yeah. Most definitely. Let's talk. Most definitely. I'm. Let's talk a little bit about Zuboff's uh, size. I mean, it, it's, it's similar into Craig Lewis. He's bigger than you. What can you take from that previous experience to this fight? Even though they're two different fighters, Zuboff does have the size advantage again on you. Uh, yeah, well, uh, Zuboff would definitely want to be 250 pounds come fight night. But, I mean, weight doesn't really uh, implement power, you know. So, I mean, you know, we know Zuboff from overseas, somewhere in Russia. So, and he's kind of a no-nonsense type of guy. You know, he he, he trains real hard. I'm, I'm accustomed to that. I understand that. Uh, height-wise, I mean, he's a, just a tad bit shorter than Craig. He won't be as big as Craig. You know, I believe they both slow. You know, they. Uh, I don't feel he's as dynamic as Craig is, but he will be more of a pressure fighter, and I definitely will have to have my conditioning all the way up. And this is not an eight rounder; it's a ten rounder this time, and that 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 can play a, uh, a factor too, you know. So, I mean, I got my game plan in order. I'm familiar with Zuboff; he's familiar with me, and I feel like that's gonna make, you know, make more for a bigger a bigger show, a bigger, uh, you know, the fireworks. It's gonna definitely be fireworks. Now, you've taken the attitude we had you in the studio, and that you know what you started late. Uh, you're a little bit older than you want to be at this stage of your career, and you're willing to fight other people. Has anybody come up to you and and said that what you're doing is is correct? This is great. You're you're any fight that's offered, you're taking it. Or are people still kind of shying away from you know building? You know they're trying to build records and and trying not to take yeah. fights. Yeah. Well, these people, you know, they first we got to think about who's standing. You know, people have have they been. Have they been on that level? Have they had a fighter on that level or reached that level? Like everybody has an opinion, but the only way you're going to get there, you got, you know, you got to uh, go through it to get to it. And I got to take the opportunities. I don't know how I'm going to sit back and just fight uh, lesser opponents and get there, you know, where, where you get the respect in that or, or the chance. People, they're starting to open their eye and see. Uh, of course, you know, it, it, uh, WBC council will be out to fight, you know, the, I believe Showtime representatives will be at the fight. It's, you know, some big, some heavy hitters will be at the fight watching this fight. You know, being that Clarissa Shields is also there and she, you know, people out to see her, you know, a big name in, in women's boxing. And I'm just going to come to capitalize on the opportunity, man. You know, I, uh, yeah, a lot of people do say, why are you fighting another guy that's, you know, come, come, came and trained in Detroit? Just like they had a problem with me fighting Craig. But my thing is, when do you, when do you be tested? Like like guys guys want to fight these guys with these built up rec- or build their records up and and then when they eventually have a real fight they they you know because they build that false sense of security and they get exposed you know eventually. So I feel like you you need to keep climbing the ladder. I mean I take all the tough fights. I mean I don't know. It's just I want to fight, man. That's the only way I get paid. If I fight and the better the fight, the better the pay. So I want it all. And, you know, I'm not just saying this because I'm media, but you, if you beat Zuboff, 
you've beaten Craig Lewis, who is undefeated. Zuboff has one loss on his record, but it, it, it's a great record. It's 14 and one, and, and people think highly of Zuboff. You, you've now defeated two people that will, as you said, improve your ranking. But not only that, you, you're probably looking at a TV fight in the next couple fights. And not only that, you're looking at better exactly. opportunities because, you know, you, you've taken these fights and, and have won them. So, uh, that's, oh, yeah. that's the best part about this fight. I know Detroit's going to, um, benefit from it. And this card that Dennis Turner's put together, uh, the Detroit Brawl has a lot of, a lot of talent. Have you seen that Eubof who's on the card? That guy can ball. You know who I'm oh, talking? Oh yeah, they, I hear a lot about him. They, they love he has his fight style. You know, I, uh, every time we fought on the same card, I mean, it's hard for me to to watch the other fights because I'm so tuned in for my fight. And I learned that in the amateurs, like when I was in the amateurs, like the Golden Gloves Nationals or USA Nationals, I was just so excited to beat her the first time. I'm getting caught up and watching the fight, and I'm not focused and tuned in for my fight. And then when it's time for me to go on, I'm not completely ready mentally so i, I kind of just get to myself and just get in my mind and vision the fight and just you know make sure everything i'm you know i've got i'm well or you know everything's just right just firing on the um right cylinders you know so yeah i, I, I wish i could i wish i could watch <laughs> some of the other guys fight but it's, it's just kind of i i guess i'm kind of selfish when it comes out i'm worried concerned about is my fight yeah, Yubov, he'll, he'll take 20 punches from his opponent and then he'll start landing the 20. And like you said, very entertaining okay. style. He, he doesn't yeah. mind getting hit. He will put his chin out there to get hit, but then he'll, he'll sound, deliver it back. Sound like Triple G. <laughs> exactly. Speaking yeah. of which, uh, I know you're a boxing fan. Going on the world, uh, Canelo is now fighting, uh, Triple G. That's the yeah. big fight. It's been a great year for boxing so far in 2017. Uh, who do you oh, like yeah. in the Triple G Canelo fight? Wow, I mean, man, like with fights like this, I just, I, like you said, I am a fan, but I, I'm more so. I don't really take sides. Usually, I take the side of the underdog, but I really don't see an underdog in this fight. So it's more so like, may the best man win who wants it the most. You know, I just, I'm just hoping to see a, a spectacular fight, and it doesn't doesn't be a fluke. You know. <laughs> we are joined by Demetrius Banks. He is fighting June 16th. Tickets are available at Ticketmaster.com. It's at the Masonic Temple. It's the Detroit Brawl. Uh, who, how is this camp a little different than the, uh, the Craig Lewis fight? Obviously, you know, you need more cardio and stuff, but it, will there be a weight cut involved or do you walk, walk at a natural cruiser weight? Uh, well, yeah, I will. Honestly, Brad, was, uh, I was walking the natural cruiser weight and I, I caught myself trying to put on weight to fight Craig and, taking the protein supplements and stuff and and I, I assumed that the protein would cause me to gain weight because I you know before I took the crab fight I was working my way down the light heavyweight so I was under cruiserweight before the fight came about the offer came about so trying to put on weight taking a protein it kind of had like a reverse effect like it was like it was keeping my weight down so after I stopped the protein after the fight and everything I kind of picked up a little bit of weight you know i was like 220 before this fight but i've been slowly but surely you know working it off and not just you know killing myself to cut weight right now i'm probably a a solid solid like 208 209 right now you know with two weeks out and i'm just uh setting it through like just work exercising properly and not like dehydrate myself or nothing so i'll be a solid 
cruiserweight come fight night, you know, I won't have no problems with my weight or anything. Yeah, the only thing I can think of is that uh, I know this camp you had for Craig Lewis was a tough camp that you were burning it quicker than you could put it on with the protein shakes or something. I know that yeah, that yeah. camp was yeah. uh, strenuous. Um, but who do you want to give a thanks out to? Uh, anyone in your camp or anyone helping you along as this fight approaches, like I said, two weeks away? Yeah, man. I, I It's so many people. It's like I, I, I kind of dislike trying to uh, speak specifics when it comes to thanking everyone because I don't want to miss anybody. But, you know, first off, you know, I, I definitely have to uh, <laughs> thank my team, you know, uh, Coach Coach uh, Phillips, Richard Phillips, and uh, my his assistant, Coach uh, Julio Hernandez, you know, great conditioning coach and good guy. Uh, I have a, a lot of supporters, man, like who, who, who they know who they are. They, they help me out. You know, I, I, uh, my lady, she definitely, she definitely been, she been in my corner, man, like, Man, took a lot of a lot of the you know been easing the load where I could focus, really tune in on this fight. She cooking for you? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. We we take turns, you know. We kind of take turns, but I'm gonna be honest. I I do most of the cooking. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, it's yeah. okay. You can tell. You know, she doesn't have to listen oh, yeah. to the show. Do, are you a better cook than she is? Oh, uh, yeah. She she she's uh. She's more of a go-getter. She know how to get that money, Brad. You understand what I mean? I got you. Is she yeah. sitting right next to you? <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> well, well, what's what's your best dish? Yeah, what? I was gonna say, what's your uh, what's your favorite uh, dish to make, and what's your favorite dish to like eat? For for me, yeah, that I make. Yeah, like you're asking uh, me, you after her. I either both. Oh well, uh, I don't know. I, uh, I'm pretty good with all that, but I, I try to keep it as simple as possible. You know, I, uh, I, I, I definitely like making my, uh, grilled salmon. You know, I put, like, you know, my different herbs on the salmon. Wild caught for sure, you know, none of that farm raised stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I grill my chicken breast. I make, I make, I make some great smoothies, you know, fruits and veggies, you know, <laughs> different smoothies and stuff, but I just really keep it simple and, and uh, from scratch, uh, everything from scratch. Okay, are you are you huge into eating fish? Because you're either a fish guy or you're not a fish guy. And uh, do you fish when you're relaxing? Uh, no. I, well, I grew up in the south, so I, I used to fish. I'm accustomed to it. I'm. I can't say that I'm a big fish guy, but uh, I just it's, I don't eat for satisfaction anymore. I eat for necessity, you know. So I, I mean. I just, the lean meat so right now, you know, I, uh, I can't wait till ne- when I make weight. Once I get to my weight, I can have me a nice steak or something, you know. But, uh, <laughs> See, you're, you're, I don't know. I mean, what is it? I was going to say, you're still young. You get my age. It's like sodium, high in fat, high in cholesterol. That's good. Just send it my way, man. That's, that's what happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I try to stay away from all that, man. You know, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I try to get my carbs in early, early in the morning and then, you know, you know, I eat, right now I like eat my biggest meal in the morning. That's that's really not that big, but and then small small portions throughout the day just to keep it up, keep you know keep myself going. But I've been I've been having a lot more energy since the Lewis fight or whatever because I'm you know I was kind of rusty going into that fight, but this fight, man, I'm, I mean, between me and you, I'm not going 
looking for just the win. I actually been training for the knockout. I, I don't care who knows it or who hears it. And, and another thing, Brad, you know, last time we talked for two fights ago or whatnot, you know, Sugar Hill was in my corner. And it's, it's, it's kind of personal for me, you know, being that Sugar Hill's in the Lecky corner. So it's like my, my old amateur coach and, you know, he worked my corner for a few pro fights. He just betting against me this time. Do you think that Alexi will have a little bit of an advantage knowing that uh, Sugar can tell him some of your uh, your moves? Uh, not at all, because uh, honestly, you know, when 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 Alexi was brought in last year from o- over there, and he's you know, I really I found out he was a cruiserweight and everything. I'm like, you know, that's that's kind of you know, it struck me a little bit. So I'm like, wow. And then I knew his record. I believe his record was our record was similar at the time. We both was undefeated. I'm like, wow, just like with the Craig thing, I'm like, I knew this guy would be a future opponent. I just didn't know it would be this soon. So me and Alexi, we trained together before. We sparred before. Last time we boxed was around this time last year. So it's been about a year since we, we really actually sparred. And it don't even seem that long, but it, it has been that long since we sparred. So we, we're, we're very familiar with each other. You know, we both had our good days and bad days. So it's, I just can't, I really can't wait to put the smaller gloves on. And so he can really feel me. All right. So, uh, yeah. Demetrius, uh, you are heading to your second workout or maybe your third workout of the day. I want to thank you for joining us. Uh, best of luck on June 16th. It's right around the corner, the Detroit Brawl. <laughs> oh, yeah. I appreciate it, Brad, and Undercard Radio. All right. You guys are great. All right. Thank you so much, Demetrius Banks. Have a good uh, workout. He's fighting Alexei Zuboff. Uh, as he said, a Russian that is now a Kronk fighter being trained under Sugar Hill. Uh, this fight's happening June 16th. Time is 8 p.m. Uh, Masonic Temple, 500 Temple Street, Detroit, Michigan. Ticketmaster.com for tickets. So uh, Our ring girls will be there. Just Absolutely. Note. Just side note. As always. Absolutely. That is that is a good fight. The following week, we got uh, Winford Harris going against uh, Cole Leonardo Tyner, <laughs> who had too much fun last His week. His uncle. Yeah. He, uh, that show, I don't know if you saw the video yet, but go to facebook.com backslash radio undercard and watch Jimmy get hit with a sword while he's wearing a shield. No, wearing a helmet. Helmet. That's a little helmet different. with a shield? No. No, no just a helmet. Just it was a helmet. The, the helmet, and he just came up behind me and went, whing. I think it's pretty yeah. funny. No, it's Watched hilarious. It it's hilarious. I just didn't know what to call it. I apologize. My medieval jargon is not up to what it should be. Well, that jargon is just a fact that, of what it is. I was going to say that's that's a pretty common thing to know. Helmet that the item that goes, goes on, on your, your head, head is called a helmet. Something that you hold on your arm is called a shield. Let me tell you something, Jimmy. <laughs> I don't like privies. Let me tell like you something, the Renaissance brother. Festival. <laughs> he hates Lord of the Rings. I hate Lord of the Rings. If it looks dirty with dragons, I won't do it. Thrones. That's right. a crime. Both Thank you. Yeah, they are wonderful. You, Let's write a list. I, Game of Thrones, no. Carmen's on my, my good side. You gotta check those out. Gotta... Privies, nope. <laughs> privies, <laughs> nope. Turkey leg. Turkey leg. Mutton. Nope. No, wow. mutton. Uh, soup in a bread bowl, okay from Panera, but not when there's <laughs> flies around. Um, how about the Dead Bob show, which been the no, same show yes, for 20 no. years? I no. love Dead Bob. I know Dead Bob. They do have mermaids there now, so that's yes. a plus. Oh, wow. Yes, uh, they do. Let's and have, if, okay, so if you're gonna go though, I actually, he won't go. I will never suggest, go again. I will, I am gonna kidnap to you. Go. No. I will kidnap you, and we are going to the Highland Games. Oh my God. Cause that is actually really fun to watch. 
the, the Scottish <laughs> Highland Games. It's, no, I know what you're talking it's about. It's a Gilbert thing. I can I tell you that. <laughs> um, no, even the theme weekends won't get me no. there. The fairy tale marriages, all that. What about stuff. the pirate weekend? No. No, Here's that. I'm taking you. You you have no choice won't in this. Get him there. If it was I like, will kidnap him. If it's Good like luck. real chloroform, like, I will kidnap it's, him. If it's like real pirates, no, no, no. Fake I mean, pirates? How could no. it be real pirates? We're not in like Somalia. Well, that's what I'm saying. That would interest me more than the fake pirates. And stuff. <laughs> look at me. Look at me. I am the captain now. <laughs> exactly. Those type. Of, uh, yeah, the guys that are going to murder you with an AK-47. But we do have two new ring girls here. Rochelle, introduce them so they can be part of the conversation. Uh, we have Carmen on my right, and in front of me we have Raven. Hi. Hi, guys. Yeah, say hi. Um, Speak into the mics. Get closer. Almost eat it. There you go. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> now we're, right, She's we're just like, we go. I'm not moving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourselves. Uh, Carmen, you can go first. So I'm Carmen, and I love to model. I'm really excited to be here today. I haven't had a chance to be on the radio before, but I like to sing, so I'm hoping one day I'll be, what? you know, actually singing on the radio. We need but... a new intro song. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we need an intro song. <laughs> yeah, we might have to get that together here sh- shortly. Have you ever sang the national anthem? I have, yes. Yeah. Not not uh, at a huge major game, but yeah, at some of the smaller games, like high school I went to and stuff like That's that. That's Rochelle's so. pet peeve when they get it wrong. What part of the song? What part? Over and or. They say over. Oh, yeah. Or the rocket strike glare. Yeah, the, the oh. lyrics are super important on that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so did you do choirs, uh, yeah. theater, whatever in high yeah, school? Yeah, everything, all the yeah. above. So choir, drama, uh, acapella singing. We did like a show choir thing. So yeah, it was, every, yeah. every high school that has a show choir yeah, of that... some kind. Yeah. <laughs> have, have you pursued it uh, in like a collegiate setting since then i have not but i did get my own mic so i stepped up and have my own materials now okay. uh, i want to get some original songs so that's the next what's okay. in the works for me you have your own and, microphone yeah and yeah what, a professional what? mic it's a bluebird okay yeah. uh what style do you typically try to sing in i like r&b and okay. i like more of like the jazzy kind of style women's voices like joss stone i don't know okay. if you've ever heard mm-hmm. her yeah. or, like you know Kelly Rowland, kind of the mm-hmm. combination of those two. If you, if you or will, go throwback, like. get like Ella Fitzgerald in there. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Hi, I'm Raven. Um, I'm a full time model right now. I enjoy fashion and styling. Uh, hanging out with my friends. I'm just like a cool, laid back kind of girl. How old are both of you? Yeah. I'm 23, Raven. And Carmen, I'm 25. Okay. Awesome. Have you guys gone to this fabulous place Jimmy likes to call the Renaissance Festival? I have. I have not. You're not missing anything. <laughs> yes, you are. You are missing everything. Down that from turkey leg. You are, are you missing everything. Down from it being in a town out in the middle of nowhere. You Holly. Are missing it's nothing. in Holly. Isn't it technically C I L O? It's in Silo or something? No, Next it's to Holly. Holly. <laughs> It is it's in the middle of nowhere. You're acting like Holly's Ho- like a metropolis. No, something. I'm just saying it's not like an unknown city. It's Holly. <laughs> uh, the only reason wait, wait, I know it is because of, of the Renaissance Festival. Raven, yeah, have you ever right. heard of a town flip. named Holly, Michigan? Um, yes, I have. Is it like towards Nova area? Like, like no. No. Oh, no. no. I've heard of Holly. Oh. It's north. Oh. But more north, like, like if Lula? you go up. Uh, like, no, like take Flint. 75 up. Uh, and then before you get to Flint. Um, you would go west. 
Okay. Let me ask yeah. you this, Raven. When you have a birthday and someone takes you out for birthday dinner, do you like when they come around and sing to you happy birthday or are you kind of embarrassed that they do it so you say, don't sing happy birthday to me? Um, I would want someone to sing happy birthday to me. Then you'd love the Renaissance Festival. It's a bunch of <laughs> idiots it's going a, around in character bothering of, you. It's a bunch of performers <laughs> and it sets a scene. Just because Brad, you know, is dead on the inside doesn't mean that other people can't enjoy it. If it's not the performers that make you mad, it's the people that aren't performers that dress up and are there every weekend that think they're performers and part of the act that bother you also. <laughs> That's that part walk of the fun. No, it. Yeah, it is. It's part of the fun. You go, you dress up, you no. have a good time. Yeah. No. Don't look at me for backup on that. No, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm, I'm kidnapping. I am kidnapping you. I am putting you in a traditional uh, Scottish gala, and you are going to the Renaissance Festival. You have no choice in the matter, yeah. and it will be traditional. That's that's <laughs> the other thing. The Renaissance <laughs> Festival. It's a sign that summer's almost over, <laughs> and What's it cost to get in there too? It's like uh, ridiculous. No, it's only like seventeen bucks. It's not That's even that. If you bring a bunch of God. if you bring a bunch of uh, canned goods, it's like cheaper than that. It's like it's a lot for a bunch five of dirt bucks that's been built there. But for it's a while. not. It's not the. <laughs> the not paying it. for dirt. You're paying for an ambiance. You're paying for that's an experience. He, yeah, but that's what he doesn't like is the ambiance. Raven, they elect a queen, and she's queen over these weekends. And they have jousting. Yeah, what do you think they about the jousting? Knights. I did the jousting years ago, like years ago. But yeah, I was one of the knights. Oh wow! Like years and years ago. See, I yeah. think they need to step that up, make it more lively, have some blood involved, fake blood. Well, we we actually tried doing that one year, and people complained that it scared the children. <laughs> so, no, I'm serious. No, that that that's yeah, it it actually scared it actually scared the kids. So we decided not to do that anymore. Yeah. But yeah. um. Yeah, and I've, I've known many performers that still, uh, perform there. Uh, the guys from Hunker Hauser, um, Dead Bob, um, Rick Needs Rock new, Zoo. New act, new shirts. Yeah. Uh, Rick Rock Zoo, you know, all those guys. So let's have Dead Bob on. Caleb the Piper. I'll try to, I'll try. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll put out feelers, see if he can come on. The only people I like from there are Stone Clover sometimes, and that's a band. But Stone Clover, I yeah. Well, that. most of the most of the, like the Scottish performers are really fun, right? Like uh, we there was one uh, last year, whatever. I I can't remember their names, but this guy had a great great line. So you know they're doing the bagpipes and they're doing all the different things, right? And they have barrels that they get up on and they bounce around. They're wearing traditional kilts now. Ladies. So no underwear um, underneath. Right, exactly. So if you see a guy wearing a kilt at the Renaissance Festival and mm-hmm. you ask them, are you wearing a kilt or are you wearing a skirt? If they say a kilt, then that means they have no underwear underneath. If they have underwear on underneath, it's just a skirt. Really? Um, yes. Yes, Ooh. absolutely. You cannot wear a kilt and wear underwear. It is no longer a kilt. It is just a skirt. <clears throat> it's just um, not something I want to know. N- well, you just, then they'll ask there you to it prove is. it. Wednesday and, night. Yeah. Then they'll ask you to prove it and it becomes this whole thing. But anyways, um, so the, the Scottish guys were up there, they're performing or whatever and, uh, made me chuckle. Like <laughs> the guy got up there. He goes, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I ask that if you have any wee ones, you put them to the back of the audience because we're about to stand up on these barrels and we don't want your wee ones to see our wee ones. <laughs> that just made me laugh. No, I, I yeah, I could see. Talk about traumatizing children. Well, Forget about the jousting. Yeah, you know. 
Okay, so let's talk about the food there. Are you a turkey leg guy? Because everyone talks about the turkey legs. Me? Yeah. I mean, you got to have one, you know, if you're going there. But I actually prefer um, – um, there's uh, – oh, man. I don't remember the name of the, the tavern. But they have this great um, – uh, like a beef kind of um, stew or whatever – uh, I really like that, and they have really good ale there um, and mead. Actually, that's another big thing that you you get when you go to the Renaissance Festival is mead. Yeah, see, that's what you'd like that. All right. It's, it's honey wine. I'm going to put you oh. on the spot. Okay. Trivia questions really quickly about right. the Michigan Renaissance I, Festival. I will try. What period are they reenacting? What period are they supposed to be reenacting, yeah. or what period are they reenacting? They're supposed to be reenacting the 1500s. Okay. What they're actually reenacting is somewhere between the 13 and the 1600s. Okay. Well, 16th century. We'll give you. You said 1500s. Uh, let's see really quick. How many stages? Of performers? How many stages are you in Holly, Michigan? I want to say. The metropolis known as Holly. I want to say 12. 16. Oh, okay. They might have added a couple since. What was the first year of the Michigan Renaissance Festival? It's like 80 something. I don't remember. 80 what? 84? 1979. Oh, geez. Okay. It went a little bit before that. Yeah. Um, let's see. How many acres? This is a guess because you wouldn't really know. But... Like 50 acres? 312 acres. Oh, geez. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking. Never mind. Um, what film was filmed at the Michigan Renaissance Oh, uh, I do know this. It's uh, not Once Upon a Time, but... Um, I actually have the DVD in the trunk of my car. Someone, someone gave it to me. <laughs> someone gave it to me because they saw me in the background during one of the scenes. They're like, hey, you're in this movie. And I'm like, I am? Doesn't explain what it's doing in the trunk, though. Well, no, they, cause I, and I'm like, oh, great, thanks. And I threw it in the trunk of my <laughs> car. And I, I was cleaning it out the other day and I found it. I'm like, oh, that's there. I forget the name of it. All's Fair. Oh, that's right. Love. Fair, F-A-I-R-E. Yep. Yeah. Filmed in the 2008 Michigan Renaissance yep. Festival. Yeah. Uh, let's see if I can give you one more to uh... – the middle class at the Renaissance Festival consists of what? The middle class? Yep. That would be nobles and knights. No, merchants and tradesmen. The lower mm. class is farmers, beggars, pirates, right. actors, and gypsies. Right. Uh, the rich middle class are royal. Would be the royal lords and ladies clergy, and knights. Clergy mayor. Yeah. Uh, the royal court is the knights in her nobility. Mm, see, that's wrong, though. This that's, is off their website. I know, but that's historically inaccurate. Okay. I'm just, I'm, it's going off their website. I know, it, and that's why I said it's what are they supposed to be doing? What are they actually doing? I can only go off what the Michigan Renaissance Festival is going to give me there. Um, I can I I did. I don't yeah. know. No, you're no, you and I'm sure that's exactly what they put even though they're wrong. So did we sell it? You guys excited to go to that and get yeah. dirty? Well, she's already been there. I'm just interested yeah. in the She's automatically legs. one of my new favorite ring girls. You're interested in the what? <laughs> turkey legs. Oh, okay. Turkey legs. Yeah, they're, they they just they come in this giant thing and you just you know, eat them like think like Flintstones. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And yeah. it, you can and, get I mean, and there's things that, and there's things that do like they have archery, they have um, oh, I love they have uh, the the um, axe that? toss, um, they have other things that like you can do, and they have a lot of merchant shops there where you can buy like really nice um, 
You know, I mean, everything from like armor and swords and shields to like corsets and beautiful gowns and dresses. Really nice and, pewter and like turquoise. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Fine metals. You can find uh, like I'm I'm big into like incense and stuff. And you can find some great like incense shops, uh, natural soaps, um, you know, hand, all handcrafted, handmade. Really nice. You could go to that or you could go to Cedar Point Hollow Weekends, which has you like can seven do both. or eight. Haunted house. You can do both. It's not mutually exclusive. Well, I've done, I've actually, no, I've actually done Michigan Renaissance Festival like day one and then gone to Halloween weekends the next day. I mean, it is possible there. It's not like you have to choose one or the other. It's not like go to Florida and you have to choose between Florida or like Yellowstone National Park. I mean, SeaWorld. They're, they're, yeah, I mean, they're, they're close enough that you can do both of them in a weekend. All right. Let's go to our first uh, commercial break really quick. We'll be back and uh, get to know the Ring Girls a little bit more. We're tracking down Cody Stamen. He's supposed to be joining us at 805. What? Um, really? Yeah. He's got Ooh. a lot to say about this Johnny Bedford incident uh, thing going on on the internet. So Calling I'm excited. <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited to try to get him on here. Right. Uh, we did have a guest that was lined up. I don't want to mention him because he's yep. going to do the show, but his he he realized his plane doesn't land until after ah. the show, which and is we got, and a I problem got a, when you're going time zones. And I got a couple of games or things for us to play, too, so right. we can do that. All right. We'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening to The Undercard, Hand Combat Radio. Welcome back to the undercard at the eight o'clock hour. We're still trying to track down Cody Stamen. He may be calling in at eight oh five. He's a busy guy, uh, but he has to hold the record for the most times on the undercard. So occasionally he'll pop in and make sure that happens. Well, he needs to be in studio more than. We're also going to talk a little bit of MMA. We're going to talk Ben Askren uh, winning, and he got really nice car, and then the UFC fighters got fifty percent off Reebok coupons so like we're, we're just gonna talk maybe the ufc is not the best league you can be in uh but we have to talk about Set this your sights higher uh Cody. yeah uh my favorite thing to do is uh read people's comments on youtube or read people's comments after things it's, it, it just it amazes me how witty some people are That's what he does in bed at night yeah i just <laughs> literally look at it and it makes I'm me sorry laugh. <laughs> no i just it makes me but he laugh. does it till like three in the morning yeah uh, so President Trump invented a new word. Yeah, Kofi. Kofifi. Kofifi. You're right. Kofifi. Yeah. C-O-V-F-E-F-E. Yeah, Kofifi. Um, and so it got the internet going crazy. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, my that favorite, explains the, the meme that yeah, they posted today. Right. Kofifi. My favorite was somebody was quick enough to, um, <laughs> like, create a Twitter profile, like, instantaneously after mm-hmm. he tweeted that called Kofifi the Strong. And he, <laughs> and he literally put under Trump's tweet, he goes, I have been summoned. <laughs> and like everybody was cracking up, dude, because he was just like that <laughs> You know, the other funny thing people were yes, like is... Master. Did, did he accidentally say that in a sentence or was that he something t- he originated He at? tweeted. He oh, tweeted okay. it out. And it, I, I think no it was supposed to be coverage. Or press conference. Or it conference was press or something. something, yeah. But it came off as press so fifi. 
<laughs> and then he went to bed, and yeah. the White House woke up to 6, 6 a.m. when they get going, yeah. to the world going, what does that mean? <laughs> the other funny one was somebody was, like, acting like they were Putin in it, and going, thank you for the nuclear codes. Like, you know, like, it's like a code, right, Kofi P. Uh, but anyways, oh, the, the guy that God. came up with Kofi P, the strong, yeah. goes, I've been summoned. <laughs> Made me laugh the whole night. I was like, God, that is the funniest thing, dude. Just quick. Boom. That's why I'm so tired. You know, actually... <laughs> Um, I, I know you probably don't watch a whole lot of TV and a whole lot of cable, but you would absolutely love At Midnight with Chris Hardwick. It's on Comedy Central. They have it's it's comedians or people, you know, or actors or whatever. But that's kind of like their whole thing is they have um, uh, one of the segments of the show is called the hashtag wars. And it's like ruin, ruin uh, uh, or make a, a movie better by adding a word. Or, or something else. So it would be like, um, uh, make a movie better, better by adding a word or changing a word or whatever. So it'd be like, instead of like American Gothic, it would be like American apparel. Um, or, or like, uh, instead of, uh, JM Bob Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. JM Bob Empire Strikes Back or something like that. So, um, yeah, it's, the, but there, it's, it's that quick witted, you know, kind of thing like that. I think you'd actually like it. But it got I liked to... Chris Hardwick back in the MTV. I love oh, Chris yeah. Hardwick. He's like my spirit animal. Like legitimately, he he has a, a book called The Nerdist Way. It is it's like a, it's not really a self help book, but it's kind of like his um, viewpoints on like you know growing up, kind of like nerdy, and also like how to channel like all these like negative it's things. Your Bible. That, Huh? It's your Bible? It kind of is. I mean, it's like how to channel all like the the negative things that get thrown your way into positive things. Um, It's really good. Actually, I think you'd like it too. It's called The Nerdist Way. I'll check it out. Yeah. But it got me to thinking, and I wanted to ask the Ring Girls, Rochelle. I would know if Rochelle had one or Jimmy. Do you have a word that you know is not a real word, but you have it part of your vocabulary? Isa. Isa? Yes. What's that mean? It means it is, but we say like, is a Barbie, or you just say it is a Barbie. Is a. <laughs> is a. Um, <laughs> That's a good example of it. Is a. I have one too. Like mine's icky, and I. It's like if something's like really squishy or really fluffy, like it's icky. It's icky. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I use that. A so lot. like jellyfish on a yeah. beach are like icky. Yeah, if you could squeeze them and squish no, them. No, I hate those. Like when if you get to the beach early and they're still washed up on the shore, I hate hate that yeah, just that's... seeing them laying around i'm just like yeah oh. jellyfish and squids are scary so are octopus <laughs> so jimmy and i one? shall call you squishy and you shall be my squishy <laughs> that's it um eeky twaffle 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 that yeah. sound good no it's not i'm not even gonna say what it is oh, oh yeah i don't want it, it's oh. it's oh. it's a it's a word that i reserve for people i despise a twaffle they're a twaffle <laughs> yeah is it a, a a mixture of twat and blue waffle? Twat and waffle. Yeah. Is a. Yeah. Is a is a on the Waffle House menu? No. No. Okay. No. Rochelle, I don't think you have one, and I don't think I have one either. But do do. No, but you have sayings that just don't, don't make sense. No, that just don't. You say them all the time. Okay. Stuff like that. All right. Stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. But right. um. Yeah, not so no, much fun on me anymore. Stuff like that. You know, it's, it's stuff like that. Really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I have one. You don't have a word? 
I don't, you would know before I would, I guess. I don't think so. And I was asking if you, you had a word. I think the, the Twitter slang thing that they got going on, or at least Raven has going on, that's become a huge problem because everything's like, instead of babe, it's bae. Cray cray. Freaking Myers is acknowledging. I'm walking through Myers and I'm cutting through the clothing and then like all their clothing had like bay written on it. So like people are, that's probably a word now. Well, it's not like like the sweetest fish. I was eating sweetest fish and on there they had a, there's a little thought bubble of the fish and it says, what's this? Instead of this, it was D-I-S. And I'm like, no wonder why children are spoiling wrong, you know? (laughs) Oh, they had the Taco Bell packets. The sauce packets. Does mm-hmm. it say bay? They say all kinds of stupid <laughs> stuff on them. Some of them are just blank, but I'm sure there is one on there that says bay. Mm-hmm. Oh, no way. Yeah. Bummer. Mm. Bummer, bummer, bummer. Sets bummer. me greatly. Pop culture. I know that over. the the little conversation um, sweethearts do. Oh, the Valentine's yeah, Day. They have slang now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Someone well, posted like, I, th- I think this is a new one. <laughs> they added this, like, text me. It said text me on there. Yeah, TX. And they didn't have those when I was. <laughs> well, see, what happens is the dictionary companies have to eventually let them in if they become part of, like, culture. The lexicon of yeah, yeah American and culture. And it sucks. Yeah. Like, a generation. Like, Bootylicious is now in the dictionary. Yeah. It is. Like Bootylicious? That. It is. Oh yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Beyonce, I think. OPP. Congratulate her for no, that, that one. Can't be. Yeah. OPP? <laughs> no, no. That can't be in there. No. OPP yet? No. No. But everyone knows what OPP means. Yeah, it's short for OPEC. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Um, no, there was this one guy, though, and I even wrote it in a lyric of a song later on that was uh, – you know, I was around the lawyers a lot when I was on my, my teens. Not because I was in trouble or anything, but <laughs> uh-huh. because my dad died of medical malpractice. So we were always around the lawyers. Mm. But anyways, this guy who thought he knew what, knew what he was saying mm. always said, cease and assist. And I was like, cease and assist. And like he would say it all the effing time oh to where God. like you wanted to correct him. You're like, oh well, let's God. see what he thinks he knows about law. Oh, cease and, and assist. assist. Right. Stop and help him. Oh my so God. that's basically what yeah. he was saying every time. Oh, my God. Uh, so I had to write it in a lyric. I thought it was the funniest thing. Cease and assist? Yeah. I'm just like, that has <laughs> to be in there. Yeah. But we, it was so bad that you didn't stop him. You're like, well, let's see what else he'll say. <laughs> but, you know, he really thought that or was heard it, it yeah. that way that that's what, you know, oh, I got a cease and assist letter. You know, <laughs> that sounds kind of okay, I guess. Stop and help somebody. Oh, my God. A bay, I don't know. And it will be a word. <laughs> but... If we're shortening a word, it was babe that hard to say anyways. Like, I mean, it's just one syllable anyways. You know? We've adopted some, like you and me, like Brizzo. Brizzo I love, though. Mm -hmm. And that's a combination of two people's last names. Mm -hmm. So that's like the ultimate nickname. Like Mm Benifer, is that what you're talking about? Kind of, but Cub Players, Brizzo. Yeah. I think that's That's different. Yeah. Because that's not, that's not a. We've used it as an adjective. Oh, you have? Yeah. (laughs) That thing was Brizzo. That is so Brizzo. (laughs) That was so Brizzo. (laughs) Oh my God. Who are you people? (laughs) What about Cray? Okay. Uh, I've never said it not on purpose, but sometimes to irritate people, I will say Cray. Yeah. You know, because then they're like, why? I'm only doing it ironically. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I think yeah. I do. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was so cray-cray. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All I think of is Lauren. <laughs> Lauren used to say it. Lauren used yeah. to say it. Yeah, Lauren she was did. ahead of the curve on that. She said yeah. that all the time. That's cray. 
Well, I'll drive by something or, or we'll drive by something and it'll be like an accent. I'll be like, that's cray. Look at that. Or something like that. That's the only time I'll use it, but I'm sarcastically <laughs> see, saying something. See, I drive by and stupid. I go, dumbass. <laughs> we all gawk, don't we? <laughs> no, we I all want to see something bad. No, like no, after no. you wait 15 actually, minutes, you're like, I want to see actually, something Actually, funny bad. enough, <laughs> I don't want to see something bad. I'm driving by to see if A, uh, they're still, if the, the victims are still there, B, if medical personnel are on scene, and C, if they're doing stuff properly. Because there's been a couple times where I've had to pop out because it's just been like a cop. And like they're trying to pull a guy out of like oh, the car, no. and I'm like, "Stop, stop, stop! You got to get C-spine first." Absolutely. He's like, "What?" Same. And I'm like, "You got to get C-spine first. You're gonna break his neck." Yeah. He's like, "Oh, are you a doctor?" And I'm like, "Close enough." And then I'll like go and help him. <laughs> you no, know, I bet you Liz yeah, has some. Yeah. To answer that That's correctly on Jeopardy, what he was describing that would be. What is times Jimmy's been tased by the cops? Correct. <laughs> Walking up on no, a crime scene. It's not a crime scene. It's an accident. Okay. And I'm, I'm, it's usually when I'm driving around with a big wound care management thing. So they think I'm in the medical profession to I begin gotcha. with. So Yeah. Yeah. It, has anyone been disappointed? Like, oh, you're not an ambulance. Keep going. Um, there was one doctor or not one doctor. There was one cop who said, are you a doctor? And I said, no, I was a medic in the military. So I know what I'm doing. He's like, ah, I'm not really comfortable with you, like whatever. I'm like, well, I won't, I won't touch. I'll just direct. He's like, okay. And then he's like, you know, he's checking them out or whatever. And I'm like, hey, make sure that their pupils are both reactive. And he's like, what? I'm like, make sure their pupils are both reactive. And he's like, just come here. <laughs> so I went over there. Well, it's free to see no, if they no, have a head direct injury. Yeah. Direct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that no I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering if I had let somebody non-ambulance work on me. I know you can do it because you're a medic from the air. I'm just well, trying to think if I wave them along. Or... Well, no. I mean, there are cops that say, no, we're good. Just move along. Because I'll stop and say, hey, you need any help? You know, a lot of times they'll say, no, we're good, you know, move along or whatever. But there's only been a couple of times where I've actually stopped because what they were doing was going to injure the people more than they needed to. Yeah. So. And that was my favorite story that was never told on the air because they decided to not play the hits that night. Brent and uh, what was his name? Mitch. Brent and Mitch, right? Like, it, it was like Billy Joel not playing have, Piano Man. Sparrow's got to have boots. Right, exactly. Got to have boots, Brad. Yeah. I, we had some friends that were bartenders who would dress up as superheroes and pull up behind cops after they pulled <gasps> people over and asked if they needed assistance. <laughs> <laughs> and That's so funny. then they would also run to, like, crime scenes and bars, you yeah. know. And I thought it was the funniest story. Then I invite them on the show, and they decide they don't want to tell the story. And no, it was because like, they got too drunk, and all they want to talk about was wrestling. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then yeah, they stole topic. something. Off the the mm. show too, the wrestling belt for oh, like did they four weeks oh. or something? We oh yeah, that's before. right. Wow, um, you gotta do what's on yeah, tap. do what's on yeah. tap, and then let's see if Cody's calling in or not. All right, let's see here. Cody, Cody, Cody. So they just would pick their favorite superheroes, or yeah, the the key is superheroes have to have boots. That was oh, yeah. all they would say. The superhero has to have their boots, Brad. Yeah, you got to do the thing on Brad. They have to right, have their boots. There's a lot of superhero movies. What's your there favorite you superhero? Oh, Jimmy probably has seven of them. What's your favorite superhero? It's not Batman. All right. Once again, this is What's on Tap, sponsored by Falling Down Beer Company. I'm going to answer your question in just a second. 
Um, once I, I know what it was because I wasn't really listening. <laughs> All right. Um, starting with boxing, June 3rd at Montreal on Showtime. We have Adonis Stevenson versus Fonfera. Uh, Andreas, uh, Fonfera, right. Rematch 12 rounds for Stevenson's WBC lightweight or light heavyweight title. Stevenson by Nikon. Is that what you're calling? Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on to MMA. Uh, we have, where'd it go? It is, oh, there it is. June 3rd, UFC 212 Aldo versus Holloway at the HSBC Arena in Rio de Janeiro in Brazil. And once again, that's What's on Tap, sponsored by Falling Down Beer Company. All right, what was your question, Brad? No, it was actually uh, not Carmen's. my question. Oh, Carmen. Oh, what was your question? My question was, what's your favorite superhero? Or who M- is your favorite superhero? M- me? Yes. Marvel or DC? Because I, I have to make the distinction. First oh, off, really? do you know the difference, Carmen? I do, absolutely. Okay. I'm a superhero fan as well. I would say, let's go <sighs> out of awesome. Marvel. Um, favorite Marvel is probably Captain America. Um, DC is probably Green Lantern. Wow, I didn't Ryan Reynolds, that. Green Lantern. No, <laughs> actually, the John Stewart Green Lantern. Not, not you know. I know. Yeah, John Stewart's Green Lantern. <laughs> um, the one that was most closely associated with the Justice League, but uh, Captain America because um, he is. I mean, yeah, he's he's super soldier and you know all that kind of stuff like that, but. Um, it kind of plays into when like Erskine was telling him, you know, the serum just draws out what's naturally in there. So good becomes great. You know, bad becomes worse. Mm-hmm. Um, Captain America is the embodiment of everything that is and can possibly be good in the world, not just America, but in the world. Um, and he always does the right thing, even if it's against what everybody else is saying that uh, that he should do. Green Lantern is my favorite because his power comes from willpower and the more willpower you have, the stronger you are. And I just really like that, that concept. Plus the, mm-hmm. the whole darkest night, um, series or whatever, uh, brightest day and darkest night, um, storyline or whatever in the comics was just fantastic. So yeah, Green Lantern is probably my favorite. Well, this is when you ask Carmen who her favorite. Well, I was supposed to have to ask, ask her. So who's your favorite? My favorite could be either or, or if you want to separate them. I'm gonna say, well, he's not. I don't know if you necessarily consider him a superhero. He's a self-made, right? Iron Man. He's a superhero. He's a superhero I mean, in his in no, his own right. Well, but... no, no different than Batman. True. That's why I like him, though. Yeah. Right, because he's a man, and he he has the genius technology intellect. genius, that yeah. intellect. Yeah, and yeah. he's able to. Uh, you know, do all the awesome stuff with the suits and he's, his sarcasm is really awesome too. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he just has that like, I can, I can attitude and he's, he's made everything himself. And I try to make a name for himself outside what his dad did. And so the whole story behind that I think is really cool. And he's my favorite. Iron Man? Yeah. Iron Man's my favorite. Very cool. That ain't bad. You, you like pop culture. You like boxing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Can I ask you who your favorite boxer is after Cody? He's calling in any second. Oh, he's Cody. not called in yet. Oh, he said he's come dialing oh. it in. I just mm. talked to him. He's dialing it in. It's Cody. Dialing it in. I know his zip code or his area code. And he has <laughs> not called. Yeah, he's calling in. He's calling in. Mm-hmm. DC is a Batman though. 
DC is it Batman? Yeah, no, your your favorite DC Batman. favorite favorite oh, DC character oh, is it oh. Batman? Yeah, yeah. Again, because he's a man and he's mortal, so he can still get hurt, and you know he has to he has to watch out for that. So there's not like a magic healing thing that can help him out. He's mm-hmm. gotta he's gotta make sure that his fighting skills are up to par. He's got everything situated so when he gets into battle, he doesn't. You know, he doesn't die. He, he, it's easy for him to be, be killed. So I did. I was going to give Marvel a compliment, though, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And I, I was looking for the right moment, and I feel this is the right moment. Okay. <laughs> the cheesiness of, like, you know, Bruce Wayne hasn't been around in three years, and Batman hasn't been around in three years. Marvel really doesn't do that. Everybody knows who the, the heroes typically are, or nor their alter ego, like Iron Man, they do. So I do mm-hmm. give Marvel credit. About that, there are some that don't. But well, I'm just saying they're say, main. That's, that's that's the whole the whole premise behind Civil War, right? Is the the you know people not wanting to know people, some of the heroes not wanting people to know their secret identities. That was the whole premise behind Civil War, not not the um, uh, not the movie, the the say, the graphic novel. It. I was gonna say the movie. Yeah, no, no, no. no. Everybody knows who. Captain no, I'm sorry. America is. Yeah, yeah. But see, everybody the, knows who Iron oh, Man is. Hey. All right. Hello. Who do we have here? Cody Stamen. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you? Good. We got Cody Stamen. Uh, still- you know, Hi, Cody. You know this doesn't count Hi, towards your appe- <laughs> this doesn't count towards your appearances on the show unless you're in studio. So you're still kind of behind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I just wanted to have you on uh, really quickly because I, I noticed the internet was uh, heating up about this uh, Johnny Bedford feud you got going here. You're a friend of the show, so I wanted to hear your side of it and let you fire shots off on our podcast and, and, and you know get get the things out of here. Um, so you're 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 obviously a little bit on a break right now because of a injury, but up until then you were yep. fighting a lot. You deserve a break, anyways. Yep. Um, tell us, is a chance, is there a chance that you will fight Johnny Bedford in the future? I mean, the thing about the Johnny Bedford fight is that he's, he's portraying it. He's portraying me to be this, uh, uh, I don't know, coward, I guess you could say. And, you know, he says all these foul things. He makes these Facebook posts, he does this stuff. Uh, I mean, the guy, he, he, this time he really, really took it overboard. Uh, you know, he says pretty foul stuff about my family, and that's that's just, I mean, that's that's beyond selling a fight. Now it's just now we're just like getting personal, and you know, my my hatred for him is uh is at its all time peak for sure. But the thing is, is is Johnny Bedford is a money fight for me in Michigan. Um, you know, I can make a ton of money fighting him in Michigan. Uh, WXC offered me a, a good chunk of change to fight him. Unfortunately, I had a, a KOP fight already booked. Um, and KLP offered me a really good chunk of change to fight him in Michigan. I mean, like, I would even go on record to say that I'll make more money than anyone has ever made in Michigan in one fight outside of the main card in the UFC. Like, I, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a ticket fight for me because of the hype that, you know, all the things that have happened online, um, so there's no way I'm gonna I'm gonna go anywhere else and fight him. So I have basically, um, you know, had every single promoter you know ask me you know would you fight Johnny Bedford? Of course, yes. Uh, you know, I've had uh, knockout promotions uh, contact Johnny, and I actually thought 
that there's a chance that I would fight him in August, August 5th. Um, and he, you know, was like, well, you know, I gotta, I gotta talk to, uh, I gotta talk to my, you know, my friends and people that are close to me because it's real dangerous, you know, going to fight Cody in his hometown. It's like, this guy calls me a pussy, says all these fucked up things about me. And then, you know, he, he, he online says he's scared to fight me in my hometown. I mean, if I was that big of a pussy, you know, why wouldn't he want to come to my house? And, and, uh, you know, fight me there. It doesn't make any sense. The thing is, is that he, uh, he, no one's scared. You know, I'm, there's no fucking doubt that there's not a, a person on this earth that, that I'm scared of in a fight. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm past that. Like, I don't push to be in the UFC because I'm scared to fight elite level, uh, opponents. I do it because I want to fight the best guys. You know, like every real athlete really wants to test himself against, you know, the best athletes. And, you know, I am a real athlete. I want to test myself against the best guys in the world. I don't think Johnny's one of those guys, but, you know, with all the hype around this fight, I can make a ton of change in uh, in Michigan fighting him. So I'm not going to go to LFA or wherever and fight him. You know, let that be known. I'm not I'm not going to, unless I'm going to his hometown, he's going to sell a million, million tickets. I'll go to Johnny's hometown and fight him in Texas. No, but, you know, I'm not going to go to, like, Oklahoma and fight him for LFA for, you know, shit money when that's a golden ticket in in michigan for me i mean that's just that's bad business right and you know on top oh, of that absolutely. i do have a little bit of injury um uh a little bit of a, a knee injury uh i was actually pretty worried <clears throat> for a little bit i got my mri results back it's nothing crazy um so it's just gonna be like uh in like a couple weeks of rehab and then i'll be back in June, no problem so it's not really uh not really too much of a hiccup and it um, would you know. it, it was your thumb from Snapchatting too much, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that might be it too. <laughs> that's a, that's what I, I heard the injury was. It was your thumb from Snapchatting. No, when I saw that posted online, that's what I originally thought because Johnny was talking about taking it out of the state, and this was my honest look at it. Is the fight very relevant outside of Michigan or Ohio, or you know what? No. There's there's only a couple states that. And then you you would be expecting people to do online streams from Michigan, but we all know those online streams don't work for any local promotion. They're always bad. They're always returning money. Like, I mean, it would suck the interest out of even having that fight away from Michigan. It's it's bad business. It's bad business. And, um, you know, as much as I'm a fighter, I've, I've, I've definitely learned how to make money in the sport, you know, uh, and you have to because these guys aren't, you know, you don't, you don't get a purse. You need to, you need to manipulate fights and, uh, you know, build things up so that, uh, you can maximize, uh, the amount of money that you can make every fight, you know, cause every time I go in there, um, you know, I got a chance of really, really getting hurt. So, you know, I'm not going to go in there for nothing and I'm not going to go, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sell, uh, or I'm not going to give up a golden opportunity to, to, to fight someone in Michigan and go, go to LF like LFA. I mean, yeah, LFA is cool. They're a great, they're a great program that they do a lot of things to the UFC, but the UFC already knows who I am. I've literally seen emails between my manager and uh, UFC matchmakers saying that I have everything that they are looking for. Like all these things. Like I, I'm not, I, I'm not at a point where I'm like, Ooh, yeah, you know, I, I'm going to do something, get noticed. Like they know who I am. I don't have to do that. You know, like, Maybe maybe three four fights ago that that actually probably 
would have been, you know, would have been worth it. But now I'm 14 and one. There's not, you know, there's, there's maybe one or one or two other guys in, in the U S that, that, uh, you know, have the, have the accolades that I do. So I'm not, I know that I'm going to get my shot and realistically, I don't even need to fight again. I just really need to like, you know, get healthy, keep my weight down and just be ready for, you know, a phone call on two, three weeks notice. Um, so I, the, the whole, the whole show, Johnny Bedford, I mean, I'm going to fight him, and, but it's going to be in Michigan, you know, and if, if he won't come to Michigan and fight me, well, then it, it's not going to happen, you know. Uh, I feel like, uh, you know, w- without a fight against me, I don't really see, see how he's, like, relevant in the sport anymore. You know, he's 34. You know, he had a shot. He's in the UFC. He did okay. Like, dude, give it up, man. You know what I mean? Like, you're a 135-pound guy. You uh, you can't you can't compete at the highest level in the world at 34. Um at 135 pounds, it's just, it's just like, you know, I'm sorry, but nature's working against you, dude. He's almost 35. No, there's no fucking way. Speak for speak for him. I'm 39 and I'm hitting my prime, buddy. I'm just uh, I'm yeah. running running towards my prime. That's uh, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, but you're not you're not fighting at 135 though. <laughs> no, no, I'd, I'd be a strong heavyweight. <laughs> <laughs> so what what are you doing on your downtime? I mean, you you've earned it too. Is the thing is that if you wanted to take the rest of the year off, you were fighting at a pace for KOP that was very impressive. You would get in every like two months when Matt was throwing a card and you, you would take care of business. I mean, you technically, like you said, you're in a spot where you know your situation. You're waiting for someone to get cut and you brought in. Um, what, what do you do on your downtime when you're not training? Because you can't go training a hundred percent all the time. Dude, honestly, uh, I love to fish. I love fishing. I love hiking. Uh, you know, actually, uh, I think a lot of people think that, uh, instead of hanging out with Darren, like I'm on to like shooting guns and all this crazy stuff. But dude, I honestly like to like drink beer and like, I'm like a, I'm like a little bit of a homosexual. Like I like to drink beer, walk on the, you know, take a long walk on the beach, go fishing, weird stuff like that. Uh, so actually I, I've been, uh, I've been doing a, a ton of, a ton of fishing, ton of, uh, you know, just traveling around Michigan. Uh, going to the beach, you know, whatever. whatever do you, do you, uh, do you, uh, do you fly fish? What's that? Do you fly, yeah, I do fly fish? fish? I do fly fish. That's awesome. Now you were just, I, yeah. I'm going off your Snapchat because we're friends on Snapchat, but you were just at the dunes riding dune buggies, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I was in, uh, Silver Lake this past Memorial weekend. That was cool. Really cool. And like, they were uh, jumping the cars really close to the people, which from an insurance <laughs> yeah. standpoint, I thought was not a good idea. <laughs> Yeah, actually, uh, I couldn't believe how everyone, like, their car would jump. Like, I was 50 feet behind everybody else. Like, yeah, something's going to go wrong. You guys are all going to die. I was, I was worried for the people that were standing there. Close, honestly, God. Like, I was like, oh, this is not a good idea. But I don't know. It was organized chaos up there. That place is wild. Did you get a chance to ride in the dune buggies or were you just observing? Yeah, actually, one of my dad's good friends has a really nice, like, they're called long travel cars. Like, uh, it's like the kind of buggy that you see, like someone just like riding a wheelie and like doing all these big jumps and stuff. Uh, I, I went out on, on that car and he was like, uh, do you think I can scare you? And I was like, uh, yeah. And he did too. Like he literally, I was like, you know, holding what they call the, the bitch bar the whole time, like clenching my butt cheek, trying not to, uh, turn not to cry. <laughs> now that's, that's, those, those are fast. Now, I, I do got to ask you this. Uh, ben Askren fought 
uh, this past week, and he was given a Lamborghini by one uh, uh, championships. That's a pretty impressive gift for a fighter. Ben Askren, I think, is the best fighter I've ever seen live and wasn't given a chance in UFC. Do you worry about that, or or do you have other ideas besides UFC? Because some of the other promotions are just as good, treat their fighters just as right. Um, do you worry about maybe the UFC overlooking you, or is that just something that, you know... No. No, I don't. I don't. Um, uh, I don't. I think that, you know, in the sport, uh, the sport's gotten so big, uh, and in Asia and Japan and all these other countries, there are some really big promotions that pay comparable and sometimes even more than the UFC. And, uh, I've actually, uh, been offered a couple pretty lucrative contracts for other promotions. Um, I turned them down just because, uh, you know, that was kind of a decision that my management and I came to, if they were like, listen, you know, you can do this. Sure. You can make money. But what did you like start fighting for? Like, what did you really want? And, uh, I was like, I want to be in the UFC. And they're like, okay, well, there you go. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm holding out. Um, but you know, obviously I won't, I won't hold out forever yet. I mean, Ben Askin, you know, what, there's a, there comes a point in, in time when, uh, money is more important than, uh, you know, being cool. And I think right now I'm still in a, in a spot where, uh, I really want to, I really want to have that accolade. I want to be in the UFC. I want to fight in the UFC. This is something I've always dreamed of doing. So, you know, I'm going to hold out on the money right now, uh, until, you know, that, that opportunity comes. And if it doesn't come, you know, in what I believe to be a fair amount of time, you know, then I will go somewhere else and, you know, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, you know, support myself in uh, different promotions. I was trying to think. We got to think of a cool name for your women fans. You know, like how, uh, you know, when, uh, Grady Sizemore was like big in like for the Cleveland Indians, he had Grady's ladies and stuff like that. We got to think of a name for like, you know, like the Kiss Army for your fans because you do travel well. <laughs> and I just there's can't think like, of it. There's only like three of them now. No, you got a ton of fans, man. We got to think <laughs> of like, like a group. A name for your fans, I like Kiss Army. That. I can work on that. Yeah, like um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the well, pistol. Whatever you guys the pistols. come up with, I'll, I'll... I got your back, Cody. Stamens and pistols. Stamens and pistols. This part's the flower. The one's the male part, and the other one's the female part. Nah, just because he likes holding hands on beaches and stuff, <laughs> we're not going to name it after flowers. No, no, no. He's the stamen. They're the pistols. I got what you're saying. Okay. I know what you're saying. We'll, we'll work on it, Cody. Yeah. I just, you know. I, just... Pistols. I feel like that's going to go over a lot of people's heads. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Probably. Exactly. Yeah. But to be honest, a lot of, a lot of uh, MMA fans aren't really uh, too well versed with the uh, anatomy of a <laughs> the flower. flower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you do throw, I've still in the yet to see you fight at KOP. I've yet to even be to a KOP fight. But if you fight one more time for KOP, I'm definitely going to come. I'm just going to clear my calendar and make it. Because you've been a friend of the show, I gotta make it out there. Um, I hear you. Yeah, know, you should. It's a, it's a good show. It really is a good show. I mean, it's a big arena. Uh, you know, that place that place fills up. You know, whether it's me fighting or anybody else fighting, there's that's a good crowd. It's a, it's a good night. They do a good job. Um, well, we want to thank you, Cody, for joining us for a few moments and getting uh, the Johnny Bedford thing. I think you got the right approach oh, about Johnny it. Bedford. The, I love the thing about it is, if it never comes about. It doesn't matter in your career. It really, it really right, doesn't. Right. That's what I'm saying. That, you know, I, I, I do. I mean, I'm, a, I'm an idiot in the way that I, I really get caught up in the moment when I see some stuff he says about me, and I, 
want to just, uh, you know, catch a plane ticket to Texas and hit him with a bat. But, uh, if you do YouTube yeah, you know, it, I'm just saying. That's a, no, it'll be on a Snapchat. I've been, I've been told that's illegal, so <laughs> I, can't, I can't do that. <laughs> well, you take care, Cody. Where can people follow you on Instagram? What's uh, your account and your Twitter and all the – so fans can follow you? Everything is just Cody Stamen, C-O-D-Y-S-D-A-M-A-N-N. Uh, thanks for having you guys. Uh, again, Johnny Bedford, fucking suck. I hate you. Uh, hope terrible things happen to you. And, uh, yeah, someday I hope I get to kick the shit out of you. Oh, man. I like it. You take care, Cody. Thanks for joining us for a few moments. All right, thanks. All right, bye. Plus, he has good looks. We have to. The, yeah. the, the The name has to be like. So I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. Like I, I was thinking, like Cody's yeah, cowgirls. See, the girls are looking at yeah, him. He's right. very yeah, good looking. Yeah, I know. Very uh-huh. good. Like following Cody's Cody. cowgirls, yeah. but that's not quite right. Or Cody's like, cowgirls. He's, he's my fave. Yeah, Cody's cowgirls. Because well, I'm also thinking, like, so you got like cumber bitches and pine nuts and. No like, girl wants to be called a cumber bitch. Yeah, they. Oh yeah, that's what they call themselves. What? But at a cumberbatch, like know, all of his fans are called cumber bitches. They name themselves. <laughs> She's a cover patch fan. Would you want to be called a cover bitch? No, I'm not that kind of fan. I don't think he's like gorgeous and like drool worthy. He was. I, just, I love his name. He was Doctor he was, Strange. I love his yeah. name and I love. And him he's to also to Sherlock. Him. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just like to. Li- his name's cool. Yeah. Um, it's okay saying Cody's good looking. I'm mm-hmm. straight enough to say that Cody's yeah. good looking. Cody's a yeah. good looking man. Mm-hmm. He's a good looking guy. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. good looking. He's Very got magical man. hair. He does. Um, <laughs> good facial features. <laughs> yeah. You know. Incredible abs. Am I missing anything? Um, nice butt. You can fit him in your pocket. <laughs> he is small. Tiny. Travel size. You, yeah. He yeah. Travel might, size. might not Fun be able size. to wear heels in the relationship, but he knows us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but thanks, Cody, for clearing it up because it got really ugly. I just wanted him to say stuff and then now. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. he really doesn't need him. It's kind of like. No. I remember when Darren was the only guy from Michigan in UFC. And there would be occasions where people would call out, like, Darren in the UFC, who was an amateur fighter. And it was one of those things, because at that time I was traveling and covering bigger fights, where it was just like, you got to ignore those people, you know, because they're irrelevant to your success. Mm -hmm. You'll never fight them. Right. No matter what they say on the Internet or to you when you're walking past the popcorn stand at a local show – you just got to be like, whatever, buddy, you know? Exactly. So, like, maybe he can learn from his good friend Darren because um, I just remember people saying that all the time about Darren. And you'd be like, he's UFC. You're coming up the amateur ranks in Michigan. But they'd be like, oh, I, I want to fight Darren one day. Not going to happen. Why do you want to? Like, you know what I'm saying? But I do like a little bit of divide in the in in between camps and stuff like that. I, there has to be a little bit of divide. So I don't like a whole pro Michigan MMA thing. Um, you know, Johnny Bedford's not even from Michigan. So, you know, originally Ohio and wherever he's living now. But um, I do like a little bit of friction. There. It adds insight to what would be otherwise very in, not insightful fights. Well, and Michigan top team has a tendency. They have to a few bring rivals. Yeah. They have a few rivals. Absolutely. They mm-hmm. have a few rivals. But it sells tickets. It does. Yeah. Very markable. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. We got to think, I got to, uh, maybe the ladies can think of, well, what would you call Cody's fans? That's what I was trying to think of. G-rated, PG-13 will allow to. Maybe PG-13. 
the flower things can go over everything. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Like, even when you explained it to me, I was like, yeah. I get it. How do you say his last name? Stamen. 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 Stamen's. Mm. Well, while we think about that, I was uh, come out wrong. I, uh, what we was were talking. What was, not, not him. Who, what was Troy Lams, Lamson's Lambs? I know Troy. Lamson's Lambs. You know Troy Lambs? Troy! He's good looking yeah. too. All right. Yeah, go. He, he, I was going to say, so, uh, we were talking, <laughs> uh, a little bit earlier. Uh, about comics and all that kind of stuff like that. So I, I, I had an idea for a uh, game uh, today. So there are a lot of inspirational quotes out there, whether it be from politicians all over the world, from sports figures, or for comic book heroes. So we're going to play a quick game. Um, I'm going to give you a quote, and you're going to tell me if you think a sports figure said it, a politician said it, or it's a comic book character. Is this everybody or just the This ringers? is everybody. All this right, is I'm everybody. In. Okay. Um, and then bonus points if you can tell me who, who said it. Okay. So right, like let's... Jeopardy or are we saying what is? So I'm going to, I'm going to, no, you don't say what is, but we're going to go, you know, okay. around and whatever. Okay. So first one, take a good look at me because you'll never recognize me once my opponent gets done with me. That politician, sports figure, comic book. Let's oh, I with have Rochelle. to guess who, what, what said it? Yeah. <laughs> like what type of person said it? Fighter. A fighter? Oh, no, okay. I see. I think that's too easy. I'm going to say politician. Okay. Uh, politician. Politician? Superhero. Superhero? Politician is correct. It was uh, Leonard Boswell, an Iowa congressman. Okay. Um, life doesn't give us purpose. Wait, hold on. A raven ahead. and me won. All right, keep going. Okay. Life doesn't give us purpose. We give life purpose. Is that a politician? Superhero. 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 Okay. Superhero. Iron Man superhero. Okay. Um, she even knows. Everybody, everybody was correct. It was a superhero. However, it was the Flash. Oh, man. Oh, okay. But she, you still get a point. So hold on. Okay. All right. So bonus. Um, dreams save us. Dreams lift us up and transform us. And on my soul, I swear, until my dream of a world where dignity, honor, and justice become the reality we all share, I'll never stop fighting ever. She should go first this time. Okay. Yeah. We'll Raven. start. Raven, go um, ahead. Uh, I would say superhero. Superhero? Okay. Politician. 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 Athlete. Athlete. It is superhero. It's Superman. Okay. Who had superhero really quick? Raven had superhero? Okay. You did too? No. I had politician. Rochelle? Superhero? Politician. Okay. Just Raven. All right. Wow, Raven's a... I'd like to thank everyone who voted for me. And the one guy who didn't vote for me, thank you too. Uh, it's athlete. Athlete? Okay. Rochelle? Yeah. Yeah, what? <laughs> athlete, okay. Uh, politician. 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 It is athlete. It was Shaquille O'Neal. When you're talking about oh. that, he lost the MVP by one vote. And Rochelle got it too. And Rochelle got all it too, right. yep. Um, find the good. It's all around you. Find it, showcase it, and you'll start believing it. Superhero. Superhero? Superhero. Superhero? Superhero. Superhero. Wrong. Athlete, Jesse Owens. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yep. All right. I was only 10 then. <laughs> um, hold on. I got to find. See, I'm on to you, Jimmy. You're trying to trick us, so. I'm trying I'm to. Thinking yeah, the I opposite. know. I know. Um. Mm-hmm. 
like the Shaquille O'Neal one, I didn't know it, but I, I figured it was like an MVP vote and you, you want us to say politician. See, yeah, uh, I was like, he yeah. doesn't, he wants us to say something else, but I'm going to yeah. go with politician. <laughs> right. I messed it up. <laughs> All right. We come into the world alone and we leave the same way. The time we spend in between, time spent alive, sharing, learning together is all that makes life worth living. Is politician. That politician? Athlete. Athlete? Um, superhero. Superhero? Athlete. Superhero is Jean Grey in the X-Men. Who got it right? Uh, Raven. Raven. Raven did. Man, Raven. Raven. All right. Okay. I'm going to do two more and then we'll be, we'll be done. Well, you have no chance of winning, Carmen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just mathematically, you're, you can still guess. But I can still guess. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, make sure your worst enemy doesn't live between your own two ears. Politician. Politician? Athlete. 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 Politician. It is an athlete. It's uh, Liard <laughs> Hamilton. All right. One last one. I got to get up here and find it. If I had two faces, would I be wearing this one? That's a superhero. Yep. Superhero? Superhero? Superhero Batman, Two-Face. False. It's Uh, Abraham Lincoln. Oh, man. You know, I thought it was, you know, the part on Batman where the guy, the Two-Face. Yeah, Two-Face, yeah. I thought that was the I know, and that's why I particularly (laughs) picked that one. You got me. Abraham Lincoln (laughs) on the accusation that he was Two-Face. If I had two faces, would I be wearing this one? That's a good one. Yeah. All right. All right. So Raven wins. She had five. Nice. I tie Rochelle Raven. at second. And bringing up the rear, Carmen <laughs> with one. Yeah, bringing it home. Yeah. Yeah. What was that word you used? Eeky. Eeky. Yeah. Eeky finish. Eeky finish. 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 Is that good? Yeah. That, that was a good way to use it. Eeky finish. Yeah. How do you spell it? E-E-I-K-E. E-E-I-K-E. I-K-E. I-K-E. I-E. Yep. K-I-E. You got it. I-E. E-E. K I E K I E. Perfect. And how did you spell yours, Raven? Is it I S S A? Wow, you, yeah, you Google that, you might get the government watching. It's very Ooh. close to, <laughs> oh, very close to something quick. else, dude. Very <laughs> close. Everybody always asks me if I'm going to change the name of my cat. To when what? I tell when I tell them what my cat's name is. Is it? What's your what cat's is name? It? It's. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's the it, ISIS. Yeah. It's wow. well. It's her full name is Isis Cleopatra Nefertiti, but every you know she's Isis. only the vet calls her that. That's quite elaborate. No, no? yeah, okay. no, um, no. I mean, nobody calls her that. It's just Isis. But she didn't take like, your name. Your cat didn't take your name. No, she's. she's Were you she's, mad when the cat didn't take your name? <laughs> no, no, no. Hold, hold on, what? The cat didn't take his last name. I'm curious. I have a no, no, no. I have a Chihuahua, and his name is Tortilla. Tortilla. Yes. But is his last name your last name? It is. And some, because of the vet. Yeah, of course. Some yeah. people call them enchilada, taco, you know. Yo quiero taco bell. Yeah, exactly. You take an animal to the, the vet and automatically the animal gets your last name. It, it goes in the file. So it was like Stella Snyder. Like that's how it works. He <laughs> is ruining a system that's been going for like 56 my years. My didn't have my last name. No. No? Her name is Isis Mm-mm. Cleopatra Esmeralda Nefertiti. the Brandy Buck. Nefertiti? What is yeah. that what? Yeah, it's they're all Egyptian, powerful Egyptian. Well, Isis was, was the queen. Yeah, Isis was the queen of Osiris. She's Egyptian goddess. Then Cleopatra was a Egyptian queen, and Nefertiti was an Egyptian princess. Very cool. Yeah. Very royal. Does your dog have a middle name? No. Tortilla's You're normal. Enough. My Tortilla's dog has enough. my last name. 
Your dog has your last name, right? Yeah, what's yeah. Your you dog guys name? are bucking the system. You're wow. messing with me because I didn't like the Renfest. I didn't say it had a middle name. Just Esmeralda Brandy Buck. It sounds like there's three. No, nope, there. there's two. <laughs> Brandy Buck is one word. Brandy Buck. Mm-hmm. And that's from The Hobbit. Yeah, it's it's Mary's mom's name. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna riff on that, but you, it, then it would be your last name. The vet, the vet doesn't want you doing this. They don't know who to bill. <laughs> like, I mean, seriously. We did take it to the vet once. So they thought know. you were crazy, absolutely crazy. Um. So Jimmy, no, because you think about show dogs. Show dogs do not have your last name. They've got like this mm-hmm. title long name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I met one show dog. There's a picture of it on Facebook, and then that that was the year the small one. Uh, what was it? The little white one. A Pomeranian? No. No. No, no. He was adorable. And I got my picture taken with him and his owner's there. And I was like, so what's it's the little it do? white puffy one, the terrier. remember? It's like a terrier. I, like, I was like, what does it do now? And he's like, this is it. This is like his life and like its appearances. And Tell the, me like, that is not breeding. like an Egyptian goddess. Oh, yeah. That's what, that's what the green eyes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very, very Egyptian-like. Yeah. It looks like, you know, one of those sphinx type cats. Yeah. Well, that's exactly, you know, yeah. when I, I like first... Them. Was tricked into getting her. That's my f- <laughs> that was my first thought. She looks like an Egyptian cat. All right, let's yeah. go to our last break, and we're going to talk about Reebok and these fifty percent off coupons. I have to talk about this. All right, Bums, please. Huh? Welcome back to the undercard, everybody. Uh, we don't know the episode number, Jimmy. Tell me this. Uh, I thought the episodes counted on the the Comic Con. Yeah. They didn't. No, they didn't. We're we're back. So I think we're at. Why, why didn't they count? The way they were loaded, they didn't. So I think we are episode two thirty five. Those were special events. Uh, so it doesn't count. So I'm way off on my count now. Okay, I have no so idea where we're on. at. And that would put us at episode two thirty. Your special events. <laughs> 235. 235. Okay. 235. All right. Episode 235 on our new <laughs> slot, temporary slot. Wednesdays, we'll be back to Tuesdays very soon. <sighs> so, um, in about a month. We never really talked about this, too. I think we were busy, but Paige Van Zant, like May 5th around Cinco de Mayo, put out the video where she was very sexual advertising Reebok clothes you can buy for Mother's Day <laughs> and your girlfriend. And then I, and your I, sister, I, right. Your so mother. I stepped away from that and I was like, okay, not really Reebok's fault because what you have here is an athlete who thinks they're helping out doing this little video, trying to get traffic to Reebok, but it comes across as disastrous. Fighters were doing their own video of it because it came across like a 1-900 number commercial on cable, like after nine o'clock. Well, now this is Reebok's fault though. So this UFC fighter retreat, which I doubt they'll ever have another one again because you had uh, – I'm not going to throw out names here. But this is just some of the stuff that happened. You, you had people saying that the UFC summit speakers talked down to the fighters. You had fighters leaving the uh, UFC uh, fighter retreat. Obviously, Cyborg hit somebody at this uh, fighter retreat and might be facing criminal charges. But maybe the worst thing that happened – was uh and it was tweeted out by many of the athletes and uh the the best one was by Cat um UFC fighter but she said uh thank you at Reebok for this special one time discount of fifty percent off so thoughtful hashtag made it and literally she's holding a coupon that was part of their gift bag saying as part of the UFC athlete retreat Reebok is excited to offer all UFC athletes a special one time discount of fifty percent off. Valid at Reebok.com. Oh, my God. 
so tender. I, I just, what a PR they, nightmare. Oh, my God. How did that pass? It is turning into a dumpster fire over there. It really is. Uh, and then in the meantime, we were talking about Ben Askren. Ben Askren was given a Lambo by one for winning uh, a Lamborghini. I so, think you need. I think you need to explain to people who might not know that one is a promotion. Yeah, yeah, another promotion. Yes, he was given a Lamborghini. Right, wasn't even the main event. Right, has never uh, lost yet. Right, uh, best fighter I've ever seen live. Should have should have went in the UFC, but he got in a fight with Dana White, and it was never going to happen. But <clears throat> what I'm what I'm getting at is two thirty five, Brad. Two thirty five. Oh, it's the second time it went off. I know. I'm just saying. Yeah, some well, people don't know what Wednesdays were. Busy it doesn't now. matter. You silence your phone for four people years. Don't... I didn't know Tuesday. <laughs> you, yeah. I mean, you I silence know. your phone. Whatever. Uh so some fighters gave away their fifty percent off coupon to a fan that needed it. But what a disaster! Like Reebok, somebody just... thought that was a good idea to do. First mm. off, I thought the athletes didn't pay for anything. I didn't. Like I, I thought <laughs> they had endless supply so of Reebok. Many problems. Um, so many problems. What a PR nightmare oh that is. Oh my god. I it and for everybody. It's a PR nightmare for UFC, it's a PR nightmare for Reebok. I mean, it's it's turning into a dumpster fire over there. It really is. Uh I, it pretty yeah. soon, I mean, I know I like Cody was, you know, Cody said in his interview, you know, he got into MMA because he wanted to be on the UFC, but I'm telling you, Cody, man, pretty shortly here, I think a lot less uh, time than you think, It's UFC is not going to be the place to go. You're going to want to go somewhere else because it's just it's slowly on the decline. Now, I'm speaking just as a fan, not somebody that does uh, a podcast or writes about the two sports, but somebody wrote last year and i don't remember who did but i will find the article and, and give them credit that boxing was going to have a better year in 2017 than ufc and from a fan perspective mm -hmm. he was right i mm -hmm. mean this this boxing year has been great and mm -hmm. the fights we have coming up we have ward fighting kovalov and we have um canelo and, and i wanted to touch on this really quick and, and it goes hand in hand uh conor mcgregor uh if he is to fight uh, Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Dana White says he might never fight UFC again. Then, Good. if that doesn't happen, besides John Jones, I struggle to find another athlete I would consider a superstar in their ranks. I can't find one, actually. Um, if Connor leaves, they are in deep shit. Um, um, Him not fighting, no, I having know. a kid right now, I know, I know. is I'm, bad. I'm, I'm trying to think of his... Uh, there's a couple of kids that are coming up that if you put the right kind of um, marketing marketing behind them, I think could be superstars like Sage Northcutt. I think he could I, be a superstar. I think he could be a superstar if they got the right kind of marketing on him and they really started to like put him in some good fights. Huh, I'm talking superstars, Jim. No, I'm I know. Talking Ronda, I'm no, talking Ronda. I'm talking Connor. I know that what explode I'm on the scene. No, I know. What I'm saying is they they need to supernovas. I know, and and I'm. Well, the one person I could think of, mm. I wouldn't want him to be in the UFC just because of the kind of person he is and what he's able to do on his own. Yeah. And I think that the UFC might tarnish it. Who? James. Yeah. Okay. He yeah. might get a call there. But, I but, mean, I think he does so well on his own that he can start his own legacy 
on doing stuff know. without the UFC. I don't know. He'd definitely take the phone call. I, I think oh, I'm sure. Do. I'm sure he would take in a I'm second. Not, I'm not yeah. saying that fighters won't take the phone call. What I'm saying is that they have a huge. We don't have a superstar problem, and yeah. as a casual fan, but he could I mean, be that. I don't know. Oh, Jose Aldo is fighting this weekend. That used mm-hmm. to be must see TV. For, yeah, but it's not it's anymore. Not no more. Well, it's not anymore because Connor knocked him out in two seconds. Right. Where's Connor? <laughs> Right, exactly. You know, waiting to see basketball. But see, you know, here here's the thing, and this is what the UFC needs. It's, it's Kofifi. It's Kofifi. This is what the this is what the UFC needs, and this is something that they haven't had in a very long time. And this is why they're having these problems is because you get a Ronda and you get a Conor McGregor. You have two supernovas. There's nothing else going on. You need to build rivalries. You need. Tito Ortiz versus Chuck Liddell again. You need, you know, Frank Shamrock versus pretty much anybody. You need, you know, these, these rivalries that are occur, that occurred back in what I consider the UFC's heyday, like where you're, you're, you want to watch, you want to watch both fighters fight other people because you know that it's building up to them fighting again. And you want to see those rivalries. And they don't have that right now. They don't have the rivalries. They're not building up the rivalries. They, that's the only thing that, uh, the only thing that I think they need to take a page from, from like uh, WWE or something like that is you need to build up a rivalry. You need to have a heel and you need to have a baby face. You need to market them that way and you need to like, have them go in there and go to war with one another. That's how you build the brand back up. Well, they, they have a problem in that UFC in three digits behind it, whether it be 105, 110, whatever. That used to get people to the place not even knowing who fought. You thought it would be a good card. You thought it would be fighters mm-hmm. you know. Now everybody asks, well, who's fighting on the card right. before they even consider going out and watching it or buying it. So they they do have a a, a unique problem here with the new owners in which the, the brand is changing. Relatively new sport, 20 years old. So they're, they're trying to figure it out. You know, Dana White was talking about instant replay possibly being in mixed martial arts. You, you, you forget how young this sport is. There's so many things that still need to be figured out for the sport. But the one thing there is, is definitely the casual fan is losing <laughs> a little bit of interest. Yeah. And then they're finding other organizations, which is absolutely cool or supporting right. locals. locals. Right. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, too. I mean, absolutely. You know, heck no. No. You you know one, uh, watch one, wa- watch Risen, watch Bellator. You know, there's some great Bellator fighters. got big country. Yeah, Ryan Nelson just signed there. I know they they and there's some great fighters that it's are like the not senior league of the UFC. <laughs> well, kind of, um, but there Grandpa are some great arrest. There are some great fighters and there's some great fights out there that are not in the UFC and I think that's kind of what people are starting to realize is that I wish they Bellator would be old Bellator though. Like, Tournament style. Like, like, yeah, like... You forget Ben Askren came from Bellator. Yeah. And I think Ben Askren could have no, I, really I agree. killed almost everybody in UFC. I, I agree. Yeah, they need to go back to tournament style. But. I'd like tournament style, but I mean, they're not going to. They're doing the fight card thing. But the yeah. the these uh, the big card they have in New York uh, City, um, big names and stuff like that. that I understand the route they're going. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to remember, Viacom, lots of money. They yeah. can just keep throwing money at the problem and, and hoping that it... Goes, but UFC's having a little bit of a learning curve here at the 20, 20 year mark, somewhere in there, twenty one. So that's interesting. But we gotta wrap up the show. It's the end of Wednesday night. I want to thank uh, really quickly 
Rochelle for working the board. You did good tonight, by the way. You worked that board great. You waited for Cody to call, and when Cody called, you were right on top of it. As I should be. You did You did good. You did good. I thought you did really good. I learned two new words tonight, and I'm going to try to see if I can do them. <laughs> Iki and then Isa. 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 Dang it. Hold on. Isa. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it, I'm gonna combine the two, and when I say it, it's gonna be like me swearing, I think. <laughs> you know? I wanna thank Ring Girls Carmen and Raven for joining us. Jimmy for, uh, co-hosting with me. We will be back next Wednesday. I don't believe I know who's on the show yet, but follow facebook.com backslash radio undercard to follow it. Once again, we got lots of fights coming up. June 16th, the Detroit Brawl at the Masonic Temple. You can see Raven there, Carmen there. Um, this is happening. Tickets are available at ticketmaster.com at the Masonic Temple. The following week, the main event is Leonardo Tyner versus Winfred Harris at Motor City Casino, which I think is the best venue in Detroit to watch boxing. That's June 23rd. Uh, tickets are available at Ticketmaster.com or the Motor City Casino box office. And then June 25th, Canine's fighting, James Ballard's fighting. Uh, that's Link King Promotions. And that's going to be happening at uh, the Dearborn Civic Center on June 25th. So lots of local boxing. Go out there and support it. That's the only way that the sport's going to grow. See everybody next week. Take care.